I, I have the saying of never be the smartest person in the room because you can always learn something from somebody. And Welcome to Thriving Teacher Talk. I'm your host, Jillian Fernandez. I'm a former teacher from New York turned full-time mom and teacherpreneur on a mission to help you create a profitable and sustainable income selling your teaching resources or services. I'm here to make your life easier by giving you the best advice, trainings, and mindset shifts to grow your business and most importantly, save you time and sanity. Welcome to another episode of Thriving Teacher Talk. In this episode, we have the pleasure of speaking with Mara McDonald, a successful entrepreneur and mentor who has built two six-figure businesses in just one year. Mara is also a mother who understands the challenges of balancing motherhood and entrepreneurship. With her background in teaching and coaching, Mara has a wealth of knowledge and expertise to help other women step into their CEO shoes and take their businesses to the next level. She's also committed to creating a safe space for women with anxiety and other mental health illnesses. In this interview, I chat with Mara to learn more about her journey, her approach to building a successful business or businesses, and her insights on the intersection of mental health and entrepreneurship. So sit back, relax, and join us as we dive into this conversation with Mara McDonald. Let's get into it. All right. Well, thank you so much. We have Mara here, Mara McDonald. Thank you for coming on our show. And I'm so excited to have you and to talk about all the things that you've done in your business. I am so excited to be here. Like, honestly, <laughs> it blows my mind that I'm on your podcast show because I remember when I first started my business, you were my first client as a virtual assistant. So I'm like, ah, what? this is like a dream come true. Oh my goodness. It's like a whole big, like full circle moment. <laughs> beautiful. It's beautiful. It is. Now you transitioned from being a teacher to becoming a successful CEO. And I want you to just share with, with us some like of your biggest lessons that you learned as a teacher that have mm -hmm. helped you in your business journey. Oh, that's a really good question. So yes, I was a teacher. I was a high school teacher for nine and a half years. I couldn't quite get the 10 years because I just honestly had enough and wanted to leave the classroom, not because I didn't love teaching. And I think that's one of the things that I struggled with when I first left the classroom is I still do love teaching. And it was really, really hard for me to come to terms with leaving the classroom. I remember I went through almost like an identity crisis where I was like, who am I anymore? Because I've always introduced myself as I'm a teacher. Yeah. Um, oh my God, and, I felt the exact same way. Yes, it's crazy. And mm -hmm. it was just because my heart was at home when I had my daughter and I knew teaching would always be there. And I would find a way to still fulfill my passions. And so that is what teaching really prepared me for in the online space. And of course, there's so many other things. There's time management, there's, you know, working really for myself and not for the money, which is very beneficial as a CEO, because when you first start a business, you're not seeing that reward. And so you have to be really motivated yourself to keep on showing up. Like I credit teaching for that, for sure, because you do that all the time as a teacher, but really what teaching really prepared me for was to go all in on my passions because teaching is my passion. And yeah. it sounds crazy to say that because I left my teaching career, but teaching is my passion. I love to help other people. I love mm -hmm. to guide them. I love to mentor them. And I learned that while I was a teacher and I then transitioned into business and I started out as a virtual assistant. You were my first client. <laughs> I wasn't feeling very fulfilled with um, virtual assistant work because I just... I was good at it. I was able to get the work done because I'm very, I'm somebody who loves the work, but mm -hmm. I still had that teacher itch. And that's what people call it where I was like, no, I still really want to be mentoring other people and helping them 
in life and something. It took me a lot of time to come to the realization that I'm always meant to be a teacher. And so I always preached as a teacher myself to go after your passion, go after what you love because life is too short. And I decided to take my own advice and I started my mentoring business and here I am now. It's so great that it, you can still teach other people. And do you focus on just like women in general, teachers in general? I help ambitious, anxious, and highly sensitive people. And the reason why I chose that is because it's really my story. And that's one thing as a teacher, I felt like I always hid was my personal life, which is I suffer from panic attacks, anxiety disorder, OCD, depression, literally my whole entire life. And as a teacher, you're, you're told to really keep personal, personal and business or, or teaching, teaching separate. And when I got into the online space, I kind of was tired of hiding that part of me because that's Mm -hmm. a lot of my story. And I felt like I could help others with that. So I, now I mentor women who describe themselves as ambitious, anxious, or highly sensitive people. So that way we can build, I specifically help women build six-figure businesses, but we can also take care of our mental health and realize that when you're growing a successful business, it's not all rainbows and butterflies. Like some people out there are saying like, you think like, yeah, people yeah. make it seem like it's just easy and it's not, it's really, really hard. And you're going to have moments where you break down. You're going to have moments where you have anxiety because you don't know if you can pay your bills the next month. You have those different things. So yeah. I like to really help those women as well. So as a business mentor, what advice would you give to someone who is like wanting to start a business, but has those hesitations because of their anxiety or their self-doubt. To just go for it. To life is too short to just sit there and second guess yourself. The worst, and this is what I always tell the women in my community, the worst that's going to happen is you're in the same position you're in now. The best thing that's going to happen is you could be making six figures, multi six figures, having the freedom you want. So many good things can come out of it. And if something, I also always say, if something is in your heart for a, like in your heart, it's there for a reason. It's not just sitting there in your mind. Now I'm not saying if you have one day where you wake up and you're like, I think I want to start a business to go job or anything like that. But if it's sitting heavy in your heart for multiple days, multiple weeks, multiple months, Mm -hmm. there's a reason. There's a reason and trust it. I agree with you. Now, can you share some of the common mistakes that you see some of your, either your mentees or just entrepreneurs in general that they make when they're trying to grow or scale their business? Yep. So there's a couple different mistakes that I see. The number one is they try to do what everybody else is doing. This is what I oftentimes see. And I'm not saying anybody listening to this, I am not saying virtual assisting is not the way to go. Okay. That is definitely people's passions. But oftentimes what I see when people come to me is they see a TikTok or an Instagram reel that says, replace your teaching income or make 10K months as a virtual assistant. And that's the first thing they see. And they're like, that's what I want to do. That's what I have to do to be successful because that's what other people do. Yeah. And they don't know any other different outlets. Exactly. And so that is, they put themselves in a bubble. That is what I oftentimes see is they put themselves in a bubble and they try to do what other people have done Mm -hmm. to be successful. And one of the scariest things that we can do is use our own story and our own passions to create a successful business because you're being vulnerable, you're putting yourself out there, but that is what's going to take you from making those one, 2K months and feeling plateaued to hitting those 10K plus months is using your story and finding your unique factor. It's the number one mistake. I put air quotes around mistake because I'm also a big believer that we all start out 
wherever we start out for a reason. Like we go through a journey. And so those mistakes lead us to where we're supposed to be. I would have never gotten into mentoring if I didn't start out as a virtual assistant because Mm -hmm. what inspired me is I had that teacher itch and I reached out to a business coach. I invested in myself and it took me a lot of money to determine that I'm always going to be a teacher. But if I didn't start out as a virtual assistant, I would not have thought to go into mentoring. So knowing that you don't have to be in a bubble, but everything you're going through now is leading you to where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Now, as someone who's living with like anxiety and depression, all that stuff that you mentioned before, how has that impacted your journey as an entrepreneur and what kind of strategies have helped you manage those things in your business? Awesome question. So this is something that literally everybody in my community struggles with, me included. And I think that's one thing that's really important to get out there is just because I am a mentor for ambitious, anxious, and highly sensitive people Mm -hmm. does not mean I have it all together. I do not. There are days where I tell my community, like, guys, my anxiety is through the roof. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to cancel today's call. We'll try again tomorrow. But that's the tip. That's the strategy I give most of my clients. And I try to lead by example with that, where listen to your body and listen to your emotions. Obviously you can't take off work for a month and just not show up and, you know, go into like a hole and just not do anything. But if there's a being honest with yourself and everyone else involved. Yes, exactly. Being honest with yourself and remembering that your people are going to support you no matter what. I know my clients that I work with, if I am honest with them, if I'm having a day and I am feeling depressed, if I tell them, I don't think I'm going to be giving you 100%, can we reschedule till tomorrow? They're not going to go and say, I need a new mentor. This person doesn't show up because they know me and they know my personality. So realizing that your people, as long as you're connecting with people who authentically and genuinely feel good to you and you have genuine connections, Mm -hmm. that it's okay to take a day and take care of your mental health. And the other tip I would give is use the weekends for yourself. Don't work. As teachers, I think we're all guilty of it, where we're used to like anytime we have any free moment, we try to work. Use the weekends to take care of you unplug from social media if you have to don't touch your computer go on a walk get fresh air do something that resets you so that way you go into the new week feeling refreshed and not overwhelmed because when you go into it feeling overwhelmed it's just gonna lead up and then come thursday is when you end up messaging me on slack and you're saying i'm feeling really really anxious help me get tips and i say did you take the weekend off and you say no (laughs) there you go i know you just (laughs) talked about how like your students sometimes message you. So how do you kind of help your clients get that support, Mm -hmm. being honest with them, even when they don't really want to hear the truth or they don't really want that tough love? How do you figure out those types of things? So I know my clients very, very well. One thing I also preach is you should never just invest in a mentor just because of the promise of how much money they can make you. You should get to know them as a person and make sure you align your values, all those fun things. So the people who end up investing in my high retaining packages, they know me. They know that I'm very blunt and to the point, and Mm -hmm. I know them very well. I know when they're using anxiety as an excuse. I know when they are truly feeling anxious. And so 
I like to really kind of help them coach themselves through it. And what I mean is that they reach out to me and say, I'm in a mindset funk. I say, what's going on? And then I ask them questions trying to lead them to them determining, is this an anxiety thing or is this a business thing? So trying to really find that that balance between what is a business problem that we need to tackle and what is just my anxiety? Because the one thing I oftentimes see with anxious business owners and highly sensitive business owners is we, when you have anxiety, you seek to have control. You yeah. are anxious when you do not have control. And so when something in your life is going poorly and you don't have control over it, you try to blame something you do have control over. And that is yeah. usually business. And so when a client comes to me saying they're going to burn their business to the ground, <laughs> they, they can't do anything right. And they haven't gotten a client. I'm like, okay, yeah. let's take a step back. Tell me what's going on in your life. Mm -hmm. Because oftentimes there's a correlation to if something is going on in your life that you feel like you don't have control over, you correlate that with your business. And right. so trying to help them separate the two helps tremendously. Yeah, no, that makes so much sense. And I think I, I get that that all the time also where I don't really get what's going on in myself, but it makes things spiral and it, you can spiral for a very long time just oh, because yeah. something else is going on in your life. So I totally get that. Oh um, yeah, and I'm guilty of it too. <laughs> yeah, I think we all are at some point or, you know, it just happens. But I know that you've shared a lot of strategies with your clients and all of that with how to run their business effectively with dealing with all of that. But I know also, I for me, burnout is a real thing. So mm -hmm. is there a way that you kind of help your clients manage burnout or some advice that you could give to do that, especially when running a business? Because that can happen oh, absolutely. pretty quickly sometimes. <laughs> Very, very, very quickly. So number one is going to be productivity. Um, we talk about productivity and finding a schedule that works for you. So the number one thing I have my, my clients do is I call it Monday hour one and Friday hour done. I know a couple coaches do that as well. Where basically on Mondays, they sit down, they write out everything in their mind. I just had them brain dump. What do you have to do this week? What are you thinking about? What do you like? I have to do this. Oh, I love a good brain dump. <laughs> I love a good brain dump. Then what I have them do is I go and have them prioritize it. And you will be surprised how many of those things you do not have to get done this week. You are simply putting that pressure on you. So I have them categorize it by urgent. Like I have to get this done important and can wait. And the things that are urgent, we make sure we schedule in our week. And I say, I tell them, try to get it done Mondays and Tuesdays, the beginning right. of the week. Yeah. The important, we then schedule for Wednesdays. And then the can waits are Thursdays and Fridays. And the reason why I do, I have them do that is if they start to feel that burnout, they know what they have to get done this week is urgent. And yeah. the rest of the time you can take for yourself. And we feel guilty taking that time for ourselves. Absolutely. But no. <laughs> it, I, I feel guilty too. But, and this is one thing I say all the time is sometimes the best thing for your business is just sitting on the couch and watching a Netflix show because, mm -hmm. and the one thing we have trouble as teachers learning is being productive can look like sitting on the couch. Yeah. Doesn't, productive doesn't mean busy. It does not mean busy. And sometimes the best thing we can do for our clients is take care of us. Because if we are not feeling 100% ourselves, we can only give like a quarter of that to our clients. Right. And so 
just taking care of yourself. When you feel that burnout, let your mentor know. Let If you don't have a mentor, let somebody in your life know that you're feeling this way so they hold you accountable of taking time for you. Yeah. And so you are obviously a great mentor and oh, thank you. I'd love to know <laughs> how you approach mentorship mm-hmm. and like what you, what role you believe a mentor can play in an entrepreneur's journey. Cause I know a lot of people are like, no, I, I can do this myself. I'm a CEO. I'm going to do this on my own kind of thing. So why do you think a mentor is important? First of all, I do believe there is a difference just me personally, between a mentor and a coach. And it's something that I tell people when they inquire about my services. Coaches are people, in my opinion, who will tell you what you need to do to reach a certain goal. So Mm -hmm. it's going to give you specific steps. And I call myself a mentor because rather than giving specific steps of what you have to do, we personalize it to you. And we kind of look, we, we look at what you specifically need and how we can help you get there faster. So The reason why people need to have a mentor is even if you're making a million dollars, it's still nice to have somebody there to one, see the holes in your business and help you Mm -hmm. to talk it through with each other and just, just have somebody to bounce ideas off of. And I mean, I, I scaled two businesses to multi six figures in a year of business, and I still have a mentor. I still have a mentor and I go to her when I'm having mindset spirals and I'm ready to burn my business to the ground. And I'll go to her and I'll say, Tay, I'm, I need to burn this to the ground. Like, what am I doing? Nobody's going to sign up for my launch. Nobody's going to sign up for my mini mind. Like I haven't had any bites and just somebody to remind me of my why, why I'm doing this, see the holes in my business, help me come up with a strategy and help me keep on pushing myself because that is something I am guilty of. If I did not have a mentor, I would stop and say, I'm happy with where I am. And mm-hmm. I would just, just mindset spiral. So having somebody really push you, um, I, I have the saying of never be the smartest person in the room because you can always learn something from somebody. And so I stand true to that. I try to lead by example. If I expect people to invest in me, mm-hmm. I need to invest in myself as well. And I need to not be the smartest one in the room. And hire a mentor that's going to teach me as well. Right. And even if they're not teaching you, they're helping guide you. And they're keep asking like those tough questions that you probably don't want to ask yourself a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really important. Absolutely. And can you discuss, this is kind of like my last final question for yeah. our time together. I could talk to you all day, honestly, but (laughs) can you discuss the importance of like community and collaboration in entrepreneurship and how you kind of foster this within your own business? I'm going to compare it to teaching because we're all teachers. Probably most likely, I don't want to assume that listening to this, Mm -hmm. most people are teachers. When you're a teacher, you, there are some teachers who stay very much to themselves. They don't collaborate. Mm -hmm. They, they, lesson plan by themselves and they burn out very, very quickly. And then there's other teachers who collaborate. They love that community. They learn from others. And those are the teachers that end up thriving because collaboration and community is so, so important. Knowing you're not alone with your feelings, having somebody to really bounce ideas off of, just like this, getting in front of other people's audience and your audience gets to hear about anxiety. Somebody who resonates with anxiety, who's like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. Yeah, They feel that connection. And somebody in my community who's a teacher is like, oh, I just relate so much. I, I relate so much to her and they find you. Yeah. It's just a way to meet other people. It's a way, collaboration is the way to build brand awareness, which when you're growing a six-figure business is so, so important. And then community is important just because you're learning from other people. You 
realize that you're you're in it together the days you have mindset spirals people mm-hmm. are there to lift you up and be like no you're goddamn amazing like don't <laughs> don't, don't let this yeah. get into your head and just or just other thing. people who may be going through the same thing as you and yeah. being like yeah me too and yeah. that can sometimes be so super comforting just knowing that I, i'm not alone in this i'm not doing this by myself there are other people who feel the exact same way exactly i can't even tell you the amount of times in our little mini mind um group chat we have mm-hmm. where somebody will say like anybody else just feeling really anxious like they're just not going to be successful in business and how many people like yeah me too yeah. and it's comforting to know because those feelings are normal when you're an entrepreneur they're not talked about enough it's almost yeah. like everywhere you look online everybody's making 100k months they're making six figures doesn't mean that there's not hardships that come with it. And so being honest with your community and saying, I'm struggling and realizing that other people are in it with you. Yeah. And knowing that they're, they're there for you to push you along the way too. Cause sometimes you get in those struggles and those funks by yourself and you don't know how to get yourself out of it. Mm -hmm. So having people behind you to be like, no, we're, we're both feeling this way or we're all feeling this way, but we're going to push through it and we're going to make it happen. So we're going to keep on, we're going to keep on going anyway. You know, it's, it's community. I can't preach that enough, especially when you're anxious, ambitious, anxious, and highly sensitive. It's so important to have that community because it's, if you try to do it all alone, you're going to have mindset spirals, you're going to burn out, you're going to plateau. And then you're going to wonder like, what am I doing wrong? Is this not meant for me? Did I make a mistake? And just community. I'm so glad I found my community. And I'm so glad that the people in my program found their community. And that's always my number one advice to people when they start a business, find your community. I don't care what your community is. Doesn't have to be mine. Find (laughs) a community, right? Find somebody that you relate with that you can lean on. It's so important. I couldn't agree more. Well, (laughs) I appreciate you so much. And I want you to let us know where can we find you? Because obviously you're going to have some new besties along the way coming to you. Come on over besties. (laughs) Come on over besties. I I love, I love making new friends. So the easiest way to get a hold of me is through my Instagram, which is M-A-R-R-A dot McDonald. And from there you can one DM me. I am like the most, you'll learn very quickly. If you come over to my Instagram, I am very outgoing. Like everybody's my new bestie. Um, So (laughs) just DM me and say, Hey, I heard you on the podcast. Wanted to get to know you and we're going to become best friends. I'll probably send you, what's it called? A gif, a gif. I don't even know what it's called. Of I mean, I call it a gif, but you might get a little... I don't know. <laughs> I'll on that. Listen, I'm not in the classroom anymore. I don't know the lingo these days, but <laughs> I'll send you whatever it's called of stepbrothers. Did we just become best friends? Yup. And yes. we'll go from there. But you can yes. connect with me on Instagram. I also have a link to my website on there and it shows you all my different programs. I have a podcast called Ambitious and Abundant. You can follow me on there. And that is honestly the places I am most, whatever you want to call it, prevalent. I don't yes. know if that's the right word, on. Well, uh, I can't wait for everybody to connect with you. I'll put all your links in the show notes. So if you want to find Mara, just go check out the show notes or the description yep. and go say hi. Yeah. <laughs> and I do also have, I'll make sure I send this to you so you can put it in the show notes mm-hmm. for people who are on their journey, the 10K months and are like, I'm not quite ready to invest yet, but like, I want like tips. I do have lots of freebies coming, but the one I would suggest for you is blueprint to 10K months. I give you a blueprint of what I focused on in my journey of building two businesses, two multi-six figures in a year laid out for you. So you can kind of have a blueprint of what you can focus on to get to 10K months. And awesome. Go from right, there. I love that. <laughs>
Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. And I'll see you later, probably. (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) Bye. Bye. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Be sure to head over to our free Facebook group, Thriving Teacher Tips, and let us know what your takeaways are from today's episode. I look forward to hearing from you. If you loved this episode, be sure to subscribe so you can catch all new episodes, leave a review if something resonated, or even just send me a DM. I always look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for letting me into your business and your life today. We are going to love growing together as you create a profitable and sustainable income selling your teaching resources or services. I'm so honored to be here to make your life a little bit easier with the best advice, training, and mindset shifts to grow your business, and most importantly, save you time and sanity. And I'll see you in the next one.